Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Bigger Picture with Ryan Huang. Money FM 89.3, good morning. The Breakfast Huddle, Elliot Danka, Banerjee Jagdish and Ryan Huang. This week we're paying very close attention to the 15th letter of the Greek alphabet. Omicron. Mm. Omicron, indeed. Uh, the word on everyone's lips since Friday, uh, causing a lot of pressure on Wall Street and no doubt we're in for several more weeks of uncertainty at least, right, Ryan? It is all about uncertainty or the lack of clarity and there's leaving jitters all across the table and we are seeing markets under pressure. It started last Friday, a huge sell-off pretty much across the board. Uh, flight to safety, people selling first, asking questions later and one of those indicators is the VIX index, the CBOE volatility index and that is at a reading of 28, its highest level in two months and we are seeing this play out across the world to get a bigger picture let's check in with brian rc's he is the portfolio manager and equity analyst at ford asset management morning brian how are you doing today good morning ryan i'm well thank you how are you i'm good brian great to have you on because uh, you've got your pulse on the markets you're reading of the markets right now and we want to get your thoughts first when you heard about Omicron playing out there was this huge sell-off last friday uh sell-off across the board especially on reopening place. What were, the, what were your initial thoughts when you saw this unfold? Well, I think it's really two things. I mean, first, it's, it's sensible given the uncertainty around this particular variant, which, I mean, I'm certainly not a scientist, but what we've all become kind of armchair scientists over the past year and a half. So to read about a variant that has uh, more mutations in, in sort of the spike protein that may make it more transmissible, for example, it's obviously one of the outlying risks that investors have been worried about. So kind of that coupled with the valuation that markets were trading at, uh, it was sensible to expect a pullback. But I, yeah, I that's think right. We've seen the markets uh, hit record highs in recent weeks. Exactly, exactly. And I, and I think that so given that, you know, it was certainly sensible to, to see what transpired happen. But from our standpoint, I think it's also important to realize uh, how much uncertainty still remains. I mean, much about this variant is still unknown. So I wouldn't say that the market needs to go into a panic here. Um, we just don't know if vaccines will continue to be effective. And in, in all likelihood, they will at least provide some protection against sort of severe disease and hospitalizations, which is obviously the most important. And even if not, the world just isn't in a place where it was uh, two years ago. So with the vaccine technology that's already been developed, well, it would certainly take time. Uh, it, it's only probably plus or minus three months uh, if we listen to some of the vaccine manufacturers, the time it would take to develop a vaccine against a new variant. So well, it would certainly be disconcerting. And given that, I think the sell-off is sensible. We shouldn't all worry about going back to two years ago and, and time zero. Yeah, Brian, so investors are reading headlines and they are saying sell-offs, you know, numbers in the red. And when they approach you this week to ask, hey, Brian, what should I be doing with my investment portfolio right now? Should I be cutting my exposure or reallocating it or shifting it? What would your advice be to them? I guess there, there are two things I would say. So certainly in, in the, the travel-related space where we saw the biggest sell-off on Friday, that was sensible, but I think we have to take a step back and realize that a lot of 
those travel-related names were trading sort of 25 or 30 percent higher than they were uh, pre-COVID in 2019. So I think there it, it, it was sensible to see that. I mean, when I started my career kind of 20 years ago, I, I worked for this brilliant Dutch investor, and there's a Dutch phrase that he would use in, in times like these, which I won't, I won't attempt the, the Dutch, uh, but when loosely translated into English, it, it, it basically says you'd better sit still when you're being shaved. And okay. I think it, it basically means that when the uncertainty is out there, if you have comfort in the positions in the portfolio, you don't want to overreact. Um, we could all learn two, three, four weeks from now that while this variant is concerning, that the vaccines, for example, do offer a, a high degree of protection against severe, severe illness or hospitalization. And so some of the reactions that we're seeing, as I said, are sensible, but we don't necessarily need to sell our entire portfolio to position for sort of another 2020. Yeah, that's a very good point. Don't overreact. And the other theme that seems to be in focus these days is the energy space. And that is with oil prices in recent weeks hitting new highs. But of course, with what's happening with the Omicron situation, there was a huge sell-off last Friday. And this week, we've got OPEC Plus meeting. What do you make of the energy sector? Is this something to you know, just be cautious around and maybe reduce exposure? Yeah, I think it's sensible to be cautious. I mean, certainly the sell-off on Friday, I mean, oil prices were up sort of 60%, I think, before this Friday sell-off. Uh, if we do rewind to 2020, we saw oil prices obviously even go negative for a period. So I think the market's reaction to potential uh, or the risk of proper lockdowns and a real curtailment of travel in that oil space it's also very reasonable. I mean, no one wants to be caught out with oil that, that nobody needs. That being said, over the longer term, we're still quite constructive, actually, on, on the energy space. The valuations in that space are quite inexpensive. Uh, and this sector has really been disincentivized to explore and increase production. Um, so I think this week's OPEC meeting will probably be a standstill. I don't see them. They, they have delayed the meeting. Um, and I, I don't see them increasing or decreasing uh, production at the moment. I think it's sensible for them as well to be in a wait-and-see mode. Hey, Brian, one of the beneficiaries in the early stages of the pandemic were, were the technology stocks. Uh, what's your view on this uh, space right now, especially with all the talk about the metaverse and NFTs? How does all that feature in your investment strategy? Yeah, I think that's a fantastic question. So, I mean, you're absolutely right. These stocks that were sort of stay-at-home stocks did uh, incredibly well early on in the pandemic and really all through 2020 and, and through parts of 2021 as well. They had started to sell off, and even as, as companies had started chatting about um, earnings and go-forward expectations, uh, they had the growth started to slow as people kind of re-emerge with the real world. That coupled with rates, at least before this new variant came out, uh, with rate expectations increasing, there were certainly headwinds for those kind of long-duration names. I think now, I mean, we saw on Friday these names sell off much less than the rest of the market. If we all go back into a proper lockdown, uh, my sense is that they would certainly be the names that investors would gravitate towards. But I think it's too early to fully rotate back into, uh, into that sector. And just to wrap things up, Brian, so we are heading into 2022 in terms of portfolio allocation. Would you be doing anything different from this year? 
Yeah, so not necessarily different from this year. We, we have the ability to be quite nimble in our asset allocation. We've been reducing equity exposure, to be honest, given where valuations were and some of the outsized risks that were out there. But I do want to, want to say to investors that despite that, equities in our mind are still the most attractive asset class on a long-term basis. So they're a great hedge against inflation, um, and it's still our base case that rates will continue to rise perhaps a bit more slowly, or we'll take a pause here, given the current Omicron variant. Mm. But in that scenario, long-term bonds would tend to be much less attractive than equities. Um, so, so it's not necessarily making wholesale shifts, um, but certainly being overweight equities relative to bonds. Okay, we've been Brian RCs. He's the Portfolio Manager and Equity Analyst at Ford Asset Management. Brian, thanks for your time this morning. Thank you so much for having me, Ryan. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.